Why would I throw in the towel? I just got on my bag. I don't make no mistakes. Cause I don't come from mine. And there ain't no one taking my place. Are those the second time you perform together? Yep. <laughs> Unless you were at Muncie's. You said what? Unless you were at Muncie's. No. No. Because I knew Titty Boy was there. That was the first time that I saw you perform for sure because I know that I know Joey. I, I've always known you from a distance, but I know Joey because me and him went to high school together. So it was just like he been one of the biggest supporters of me since I've been doing He's good this. for that. Yeah. So I'm just like, why the fuck would not just let him rock, do his thing? He brought y'all, and I was just like, oh, who are you? And then I started seeing you doing the the uh, Dark Web Studios when you was building that shit. And I was just like, damn. And I know uh, Smalls. Because yeah, I know that's his what brother. Smalls said. Yeah, I know his brother, Jason. Me and him play football growing up. So I know Jason. So I know it just, it, it's weird how the world works, bro. It really is. It's small. <laughs> uh, like this dude in my work, this chick accidentally sent him 1200 bucks, And he like didn't give it back to her. And then he ended up getting a job from her on some random shit later on. But did she know? Yeah, he's paying her back right now. Ooh, she's like, you're the one who didn't give me the money back? It was like that? Hold yeah. up, he paying her back? He paying her back out of his paycheck. Jesus. Oh, wow. Better than me. Really? Well, he wanted the job. He wanted the job. It was It was like a... It was a new job. Like, you know like, I mean? like someone else in my work was like, yeah, I was working here, gave him the connect. He called her up, and then we went in there. The phone number connected to the cash app, so when he gave her a phone number, she oh, knew. Oh, shit. Gosh. Be good with that whole cash app phone number shit, man. You better, hey, look, watch out. Watch out. Don't play that game. You out here fucking, she done went through your cash app and she, look, you ain't had to send a bitch a dollar, a dime. She just know. She see her picture, she see the number in your phone, boom, that's all she need to do. Brother. So do you mean that, like, your cash app could, like, basically lead to some things that you thought were secret that, like, expose? Is that what a cash app do? Definitely. Definitely. Like, Tell us what you mean. <laughs> I like to, I, I'm saying I like it. I like it, but continue. Look, when you really think about it, it's pictures on cash app a lot of times, right? So you start looking through it. And then you telling your chick, oh, I didn't fuck with the bitch. I ain't fucking with the bitch. Now she's scrolling through your cash app. She yeah. done seen the bitch picture. Okay. Right there on the cash app. Okay. That you done yep. already said sent the you money. don't fuck. Don't Ooh. fuck if you sent the money. You you got her number in your phone. Because how is her cash app in your shit? Oh, I know what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Now I know what you're saying. You're saying even if you don't send the money. Bro, you don't have to send no cheese. How is her cash app there? Because you got her fucking number. Yeah. You done fucked up, brother. How do you not know the bitch that you got her number? But see, I don't want to be with a girl like that. I'd be like, yo, I'm into networking. What do you mean? I have everybody's number. I'm trying to get more numbers. Oh, man. That really won't work. I mean, honestly, though, for real. These women ain't trying to hear that. <laughs> they ain't trying to hear that. Gotta they get a woman to, from a different country. They ain't country. trying to hear, I'm trying to get some more numbers. Right. They right. trying to hear you say, no more numbers. Then she's got to go. Say, no, no more. She's no got to get more. the f*** on, though. She's got to, vamanos. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> on to the next one. To an extent, maybe. Tell us what you mean by that. Break it down. <laughs> Sometimes dudes be moving a little bit off. And you got to kind of take a step back and realize, like, hey, fam, do I really... Is it really her or is it me? Mm. Did I just fuck around and have 10 bitches hitting me up in the same day and now my chick looking at me weird or is she looking at me weird because she on some bullshit? Mm. Interesting. Okay. So you're trying to say, are you or at least having like an open, honest look at yourself when it comes to these connections in your phone? Is it 10 women in a row that hit you up? Or is it one or two women out of 17 people? And you can see the type of connection. Of what? That's what you mean, right? You got to be realistic. You got to. You can't be if, lying. If, if, if your chick was hitting up 10 different dudes in a row, you would be like, this is bullshit. But if she got a friend or a cousin or somebody like that out there in the world that she fuck with, then it's like, okay, as long as I don't see that shit cross the board, then we cool. Well, I think that there's two fundamental differences when it comes to it being a male or a woman. One thing, a female is like, uh, is like a lock, and a male is like the key. And the key wants to get into every fucking hole it can and unlock every single prize it can get into. You know what I mean? And then another aspect, I think if you go through a woman's phone, you're going to see a lot if she's pretty. Yeah. Go, actually, I take it back. If she's a woman. Yeah. If she's a woman, you go yeah. through there, you're going to have yeah. men hitting on her and if you're not, like, detailedly looking, you're going to see, ooh, baby, it's good to see you again, this, that. Because men are gross. Men hit up women that they don't even know. They Men will go, men, it's so weird how this digital dude thing. Dude will call on. chicks on Facebook Tell that they ain't never met. What do they yep. do? They will call chicks on Facebook. American they dudes? They never, Amer not Africans. Because I can see the Africans. Yeah, yeah. Well, they do I it too. They're big on that. No. Or no. Indian guys. Indian guys are ruthless with the. Oh, for hey, sure. Babe, let me see your tits. <laughs> that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Show me those teats. You know, Raj Patel up in the house. Raj. That's yeah. crazy. Because low key, they run in our medical field. So Ooh. that's the same guy. Dang. That's the same guy who's here. Oh, he's getting real, dude. He goes. Let me be honest about them Raj Patels. They're the ones hunting in our medical fields. They taking everyone's jobs there. <laughs> Listen, fuck if they taking people's jobs. They being horny on the weekends and then coming oh. in and trying to cure your shit. Oh. Now I understand what you're saying. I thought you meant the medical field like they're coming over here and becoming doctors. Well, they are. Well, they that are. is happening. That First is happening. They're becoming doctors over there and then coming over here. Is that how it works? I think they become here and then they get the doctor. I don't think so. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. The ones that I do know, actually, they're like trying to do data, data analytics, usually. Oh, yeah. IT is huge, too. Bro, huge into IT, bro. Bro, first off, I, like I told y'all who I worked for before this, Cass be really in that bitch. Like, the MVPS <laughs> is not great. I was like, hold up, bro. You talking about. Two gigabytes of speed? <laughs> That's what you talking about? Niggas would be talking my head off about some shit that I have nothing. I bro, I be, I be like, bro, I'm a grunt. I hang the cable to your house and try to get your shit running. That's it. I'm not, I'm not mother. I don't know. I don't know what you even talking about right now, fam. I don't work from home. 
I'm out here trying to fix your <laughs> shit. That's hilarious. That's funny. They come with like a yellow legal pad. These are the things that are fucked Bro, up. Bro, lit. <laughs> he know. He know. Say you was working in that construction. You yeah, know. I do know. Going to try to uh, uh, pave a goddamn. I feel like that's any job. Any job that you don't like, you're not going to really know anything about it that you don't have to know. And if you're doing grunt work, it has nothing to do with the product. You might be right now that you say that. Yeah. Say say it again. So, like, if you're not interested in what you're working in and you're doing the bottom tier stuff, you don't have to know any of that stuff. So none of them do. Like, it's like all jobs. You're like, I don't know nothing about that. I don't care. I remember, though, with masonry, I've tried to learn a lot, though. Like, the people at Home Depot, probably most of them don't know shit about building stuff. They just know where the stuff oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know He's what I'm right. saying? He's right. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. if they did, that's, they that's, wouldn't be at Home Depot. Look, I worked at Kroger, and when they be putting them memes up, when they be like, somebody went into the back and didn't look <laughs> for it, it was just dancing. Bro, I'll go back there and be like... Sorry, they ain't have nothing. <laughs> they ain't have no black forest ham. Damn. They have a whole package of black forest ham back here. <laughs> I ain't opening it. I ain't getting it for you, and I ain't bringing it back. Fuck it out. I like that. But I don't like that. But now that I know that, yeah, I gotta, I'm got. i going to be like, I'm going like, to ask there. someone else. No, it's back there. It's okay. back there. <laughs> it's always it's back there? It's always back there. <laughs> It's That's always, bro, they get trucks daily. It's always back here. Don't let them play you. They're going to be like, we ain't got it. Yes, y'all do. It's Every not time. stock. You just don't want to go through the boxes. <laughs> Open them up. That's hilarious. See, I feel like I'd want to do that. I'd take my damn sweet time. I'd be back there for like 15 minutes. You work at places like Kroger. They don't give you no time. I've never worked at a place like Kroger. What Look, is that like? Bro. You go and take a piss for too long, they'd be texting your phone like, where are you at? Oh, really? Yes. Man, yeah. my job, I could just like disappear for like hours probably oh. before anyone would even know it is. That's real. There's nice. only like three of us. Wow. And I worked in the meat section, pause, but <laughs> I worked in the meat section of Kroger. So it was just like, it, they would be in there doing some shit that you would just be like, damn, cut a steak up. And then take all the fucking fat from the steak and turn it into ground beef at the end of the night and sell it. How can they turn it into ground beef? Yeah, you grind it. You put it in the grinder. <laughs> yeah. But it's not going to be beef. <coughs> Do they mix it in? That is beef. beef? No, it's beef. It's, that is beef. It's, 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 oh, that's nasty. That's just a 70-30. 70 fat. Uh, 70%. Do they at least say 70-30? Yeah, just okay, not okay, the way okay. you would think. Yeah, okay. just not the right way. Yeah, not just the oh, way the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> That's worse. Man, dude, good to know. So where would one want to go to get uh to get like good meats? A farm. Oh, I gotta go straight to the source. Yeah, yeah you get like a quarter cow or something. Or what about like the Muslim district in Detroit? They got all those cows. Yeah, hey, you do that hey, too. Look, the Eastern yeah, Eastern that Market. Looks good, yeah. Yeah, you on the right path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You on the right path. I worked for uh, this real uh, what's it called? Nonpartisan voting company before, so like not the left, not the right. You they know were what the I left mean? though. They were the left. Tell them we were straight down the middle, is what I'll tell you, dog. Yeah, it was all Biden down. <laughs> he knew, he knew. That's crazy. That's crazy. But anyways, the job was great though, bro. Great pay, great <laughs> yeah, benefits. Of course, I bet. Phenomenal. One time we went down there though, and we walked through like this Muslim meat market, 
and we had our clipboards, right? Because we're supposed to be like we did. We we're signing people up to vote, but they thought we were like the like the inspectors, and we you could feel the vibe flip when we walked in that. <laughs> Dude, we walked in. They thought we were the inspectors. Everyone starts cleaning up. Everyone's showing us meats, dude. Anytime you bring a clipboard into a facility, <laughs> yep. people it at you worst of. It's dope. Bro. It's dope, dude. It's so lit. It's kind of like the ladder thing everyone was doing. You get in anywhere with the ladder. Oh, yeah. Bro. Oh, bro Heard about it. Heard about it. Okay. Back to, bro. I put the little yellow vest on and start walking in people's backyard. They'd be like, what are you doing? Fixing the shit. <laughs> they be like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Right. No one's ever asked for a badge. No one's ever asked for nothing. Whenever I used to be you working with smalls. Yo shit down, right? Yes. Okay. That's true. That's what that I'm is here true. for. I'm about to say, whenever I was working with smalls, I used to think how shady it must look, that it, but everybody doesn't think it looks shady. I'm like, you know, it's just like two random dudes pull up. We just pull a wheelbarrow out, and then we could just walk around and do whatever we want at the house. We got, too many, we got too many bad intentions ourselves. We done seen too much shit. Like, see, if it was me, I would have fucked around and did this. And then came out with 200K in a wheelbarrow covered up. Yeah, that's true. Although I check people that, I don't, that I've never noticed around my neighborhood. Well, you'd come up. The people aren't there. And we'd just be like, we're working. Because, I mean, that's legitimately what we were doing. We're doing landscaping. But you're really doing it. But I'm saying, you could pull up and kind of do it, and you could easily get away with just, like, wandering around people's houses and finding, like, it's just crazy if you think about it. Nobody ever watched? Nobody ever sat in the car and was like, all right, cool, cool. No, people come up and, like, get our, get the numbers and stuff for you to do work at their house. <laughs> I mean, that's good business, though. That's trading. It is. I'm just market. saying, like, it's so easy. You could so easily just chameleon in anywhere you want. It's true. Yeah, we even have a ladder. We have a wheelbarrow with a wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow, you're doing landscaping. <laughs> Pull a couple weeds, throw them on the yard, boom. Not even a matching shirt? No shirt. No shirt. I'm not wearing a shirt. Low-key, bro, I be seeing niggas building houses. No shirt, no nothing. That's yeah. me. No, just, they pulled up in two F-150s and started working today. That's oh, yeah. it. They ain't got no company, nothing. They but they, but they the do. They got an LLC. LLC. Look, they building the houses in Stonegate and the Yak right now, bro. I seen them. Killing it. Well, I seen them. Nice. Now, you think they're illegals? Do you think they were not? Uh, uh... These white men. Oh, white. I'm yeah. sure they got LLC. Yeah, definitely. Uh, were they roofing? No, they were building the whole house. Just them two white men. Dang. That's they, rare, they, though. They that is rare. No supplies. They didn't pull up with nothing. It was just two F one fifty. Yeah. Because you just call you just call Home Depot and they drop yes. everything off. Bro, they that's exactly no tools. What they was fucking. Whatever you no, want. They had the tools. You or make an order and then they drop it off. They it's eighty had bucks. Enough of the tools, but he right, bro. They they was bringing in. I've done it. Shit. I was just like, what the fuck? I've bro? done it. It's the fire. Two white men just building all the houses in Pontiac, and I'm like, this is how you get that cheese. Right. Do you think they were getting the cheese or the owner of the company? They was getting a, a piece. What? Piece? I don't know. They, they could just be two laborers. So there could be one more guy that's just not there. Yeah, the, the general that, contractor. Isn't that? Yeah. Yep. The dude with that's, the bread and the contract. Yeah. Because <laughs> that general contractor license, though, oh, that shit's hard to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got to really know is. everything. Yeah. Your builder's license? Is that what you're talking about? No, general contractor's license. So a builder's license is different? 
Uh, probably. Like a general contractor is like certified in everything. Like they could do plumbing, gas, everything required to do that. And they're like a project manager. They don't normally actually do the work. Interesting. I know there's a builder's license that's like was needed to do. Uh, I think it was commercial decking. So like, yeah, they probably have to know how to do that. They need that one plus this other license and another license and your electrical license. It was like, like, no, yeah, just for business. I mean, that would that would be can, yeah, you're right. But they we didn't do anything residential. It was all like right decking right. that was for businesses, like for golf courses and stuff like that. I hate construction. I think it's a hell. I think it's a hell on hell on earth. Yeah, it'd be different if you were building your own thing. You think? Oh well, yeah. If I'm making my own, it wall. still sucks. It still sucks, but it's much better. I get to see it every day, though. It's That's what fine. I'm saying. And it's yours. I'm willing to stay there extra hours. Oh, for sure. Like, but at the same time, a regular job. Once that clock hit, you like. I'm not gonna lie though. In all the different studios I've built, <coughs> I got it done quicker at a job. For sure. What? Because like I don't have to work eight hours. But, but oh, let's, yeah. okay, so but I'll then, get to a spot and I'm like, that's cool. Would it have been in the in the exact liking you would have had wanted though? I mean, if I, I was just saying, like, when I'm punching in and getting paid for it, it keeps me there longer than if I'm just going on my own merits. But even if you're going at your own merits, would it be to your liking like you had one? I mean, I don't feel like anything ever is. Nothing's ever, nothing's ever how I want it. If you showed up to a job. I just get as close as I can. If you showed up to a job, right, and it was somebody else's house, and you would have put the exact same effort into it. I probably put it more. I probably put more because they're paying for it. And, like, I don't have the same requirements for myself, but, like, there's different aspects of stuff I'll put more work into. The stuff I don't have to. But then, like... Like, let's say I'm landscaping. Like, I'm going to landscape someone else's yard better than mine. I just don't give a fuck about mine as much. I ain't never landscaped. But I know that when I be on a job sometimes, when I get into that mode, I be like, damn, I'm not about to put everything into this job because it's just a job. But if it was my crib or if it was my shit, sometimes I would be like, no. Now, I'm working harder when I'm working on my own stuff, but it's for a shorter period of time is what I'm saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm getting four hours of work. I'm getting like six hours of work, but I really work eight. But I'm clocked in for all that time. Do you think it's for a shorter period of time when you really dealing with the, like, actual aspects of thinking it out and planning it and actually creating from your mind's eye well that part's the fun part that's not even the work I part that is fun but it's still work. and i've never got to do that like in a work aspect i just grunt work you no, you don't do it in it's not fun to you no i don't get to do it that's not a part of the job for me well you still gotta be creative <clears throat> like if i'm doing landscaping like i didn't it's what the customer asked you to right. do so it's just whatever they said point, you still gotta tell the customer what's actually realistic and what you can actually create and what can be and it's still not me of- not me because i'm the grunt worker so in my situation it was smalls so he does all of that he just tells me what to do i just go do it 
And like I wouldn't always do that stuff for my house. Is what I'm saying. Like some of the stuff is stuff I wouldn't get do because it's not worth my time. But if you're paying me for it, it is worth my time. Right. <clears throat> interesting. Interesting. Do you find do you find it uh, kind of baffling that like his uh, operational system is like the opposite of your operational system? It's more like I understand where you're coming from, but me as a person. I guess when I look at it, sometimes I know that I just be a little bit more focused on myself. So the shit that I do, it may be I'm working on this, but I'm still focused on the other things that I actually want to do. So that shit is still time and effort and creativity that you put me in. So I think for me, it's my I'm like super ADHD. So after about four hours, I'm done doing whatever I'm doing if it's my choice. Because I just want to do something else. And I got so many different hobbies. <clears throat> that I can move over to another work thing. I'll be like, I work on music, then I'm going to go draw tattoos. Let's see. I definitely get it, but I'm just saying, when I look at just the spectrum of what you do, you put so much creativity into it on a regular basis, even when you just walking through life, you know what I'm saying? That that is also a part of the, because when you show up to a job, you got to put your creativity into it, regardless if you're the grunt worker or you whoever doing whatever. You still got to put your creativity into it and still make that job happen. So it's the same thing that you're doing with your music and everything like that. I try to give 100%. But, no, yeah, definitely. To everything. Definitely. But that's where it's like, bro, you constantly doing that. You constantly are thinking about that. So it's something that is like, bro, you putting hundreds of hours into it every week. Whereas, like, you doing your job and you doing your job for a certain amount of time, but... You putting hundreds of hours into your creativity and actually blossoming into the artist, into the entrepreneur that you want to become on a regular basis. So it's like at a job, it's just you just there to do the job. Even still, when you on that job, you still thinking about the greater goal of what you actually trying to create with everything that you ain't already built. That's just how <clears throat> I still just get it in there because I'm getting paid. I just feel like I'm supposed to work hard when I'm getting paid. I'm normally pretty satisfied with my situation. Or I wouldn't be there. Yeah. My job, plus if I work hard, I get to stand around for all the downtime. I go play games on my phone and shit. Most of the time, I'm driving <laughs> around. I'm trying to hit McDonald's. <laughs> right before I hit a job. That's all I'm trying to do. Like, oh, look. I'm taking a 15 minute break. I'm about to hit this McDonald's. Cause if you got the McDonald's app, let's be real. You getting points. You getting hella points on the McDonald's <laughs> app. Thousands. I should do it. I don't do it at all. I, I eat mad McDonald's. I eat mad that. McDonald's. Yeah. What? No app. Dude. It's just McDonald's is great. I like no, McDonald's. Agreed, agreed. I eat McDonald's like at least twice a week. But you don't got the app? No. No, I just That's go in there. I just get four plain McDoubles. It's like seven bucks, seven fifty. I get four McDoubles. Yeah, I just crush those. Four McDoubles? Yeah. yeah. But I just make it one. This Two is, buns. This is gross. <laughs> Y'all gross. Y'all gross. That's what I do. That's crazy. It's power yeah. food, man. Yeah. Bro, 
you can get the McDonald's app for every McDouble you buy, you basically get a free McDouble. But aren't I in their system now? You was in their system when you showed up to McDonald's and paid with your credit card. I'm not in their app system. I'm not a part of their point See, I got system. the Taco Bell one. They, well, then, you know. <laughs> this, is, this is blasphemous. And I, got the and I eat way more McDonald's. Really want to but I like Taco Bell more, but it's more expensive. I got to drop more bread. I give Speedway but everything, you, dude. I give them it all. The convenience stores, look, I used yeah. to work there, too. I give them everything I got. I used to work at Speedway, too, man. This is going to be Custos. If you ever if you ever worked at a gas station, you gonna see some fucking customers. There's some customs that just decide to walk place. into that bitch and ask That's for bad. cigarettes that they can't even afford. Oh, and they be up there. They be talking about cigarettes that ain't even there. It's wild. What are you talking about, bro. Drug induced. I don't know. I worked at the one right there off of Cesar Chavez. Really? Wow. Man. That's a real druggy one. Man. You get that's a that's a drug drug one, man. It was a You're bank. in Amsterdam. It was a bank right next to it. You know why? <laughs> so they can get money out to buy drugs. Woo. Well that's smart actually. Man. Good good spot Dixie, for the bank. Hey, Dixieland yeah. was right across the street, so every weekend they was popping too. Yeah. Well you can't blame the bankers for that one, right? I can't blame anybody for that one. The junkie, the the banker. The whole he thing. Coming in there for that Slurpee, and you got Speedy rewards. You about to get two off of Speedy Speedway be the busiest gas station in the morning. It's Bro. fire. It doesn't matter which one it is, where it is. It is packed. Yep, I know. Get the I know it's insane. Oh, people get the breakfast there. Yeah, I'm for sure. It's like all landscapers yeah. and contractors. Bro. They all just oh. pile in. Bro, they get cigarettes. In fucking Speedway breakfast. Ugh. And the drinks, the energy drinks. Man. Energy drinks for sure. What is it? Bang now? Oh, I love the bangs. But the Prime. I think the Prime is what's hot right is now. Drink Prime is an energy drink. I'm with the bang. Types of Prime. I'm with the bang. I like that company. That's the Redline company. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Plus, their names are fire. Telling you Have you had Rainbow Unicorn, Prime. bro? Yeah, man, it made me feel like my heart was going to blow up. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's a powerful. I was good on that. It's got creatine. It's got super creatine in it, too. Dude, it makes me feel like I'm going to die. Yeah, I ain't never been an energy drink person. I don't get how people drink energy drinks with alcohol. You remember you the Four Loco, the original? Because <laughs> that was like an energy drink with liquor. I was 15. I had drank two Four Locos. They're tricky at 15. Bro, I was... Laying in the bathroom because the tile was cold. Of course. Because I was just like, nigga, it wasn't if I the do anything else, I'm throwing up. That's I remember. I'm throwing up. I just know so many people that would refuse to drink the blue ones because they just threw that up was, off the oh blue ones. Oh, my God. That was the one. The blue. Yep. Everybody, everybody had bad experiences on the blue ones. The baby blue. like certain shrooms. That's yep. crazy. Yeah. Like, when, when your alcohol is like shrooms, it's like, look. These ones, everybody had a bad trip off these bitches. Oh. So, take them at your leisure. I feel like shrooms have made a, resurg a resurgence in the recent time right now. Well, actually. yeah, they're getting they're getting close to getting medical, I think. Yeah, I know. Or medical at least, or at least recreational. I right. thought they were. I thought they are recreational. Just in Ann Arbor. Mm. Oh, just And, like, uh, I think um, maybe the whole state of Oregon, maybe. 
I know, like, well, Portland Oregon and shit. is a different thing. Because they're decriminalized on all drugs. Yeah. It's, yeah. Some... So there's, there's is not recreational. It's just not. But it's under 21 grams. So, Think of that. 21 grams of H, dude. You're just rolling around, man. That's a lot of H. That's a lot. That's the bag. <laughs> hold up, hold up. That's a big that's H, a boy. That's a, that's a crazy place to go to. You're H-Town, dude. You're skirting around H-Town. Well, 21, games, uh, 21 grams of crystal, too? 21 is that's not that much crystal though because you could bang through a lot of ice just the way with the with the manner they do it the manner they do but it makes ice. the same money yeah the dog is like 160 to 80 right 160 to 80 a gram but where's the ice gonna be 160 it's never gonna be over 120 no but you but you get the hundred and you go off quicker just bust on these all day bust yep. on these all day on your bike dude hey, yeah in the cops I was hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up, hold up. How do y'all know the prices? I just remember prices from when I sold drugs when I was a drug dealer. Oh, yeah, you know. These yeah. dudes are incriminating themselves. I, no, I already I've went to prison arrested. for it. Yeah, I've yeah I already went. I'm talking about when I, I already sold went to prison for it. No, for it. no. I did a three ball. Yeah. No. For Crystal. Well, that that is how that's <laughs> that is how cases work. Like, how do you think people sell their stories? They do it once they're like done. I don't know. You don't know that? I must not have a story. To well, you, if you've never been arrested and prosecuted of a crime. I've never been arrested and put. I've been put His face. A, I've been zooming <laughs> look, on it. Look, the look, way he went. Look. Nah, look. What? I've never been put into a back. I've been put into a back of police car one time. And That's that great. nigga still let me go. Because it was just like, what is you about to do? You going to persecute Curtis Nash of Curtis all Nash. people? Yeah. Why? That's what you said. Why? That's what you said. No, hell no. And he ripped the door open. The cop goes, "You're, you're right, young man." This is the thing. My dad came home. He was like, "I know him." That's the reason why he let you go. And I was just like, "Jesus, of course." That's what your dad always gonna say in that situation. He knew the nigga. He always knew the nigga. That's wild, bro. I mean, no. I mean, it's just wild to me, like. If it's very fortunate that you know your dad to go through that, oh, like he knows yeah. his dad, he know he knows yeah. his father. Bro, if you know dad, your father, your father obviously didn't. Bro, for my you. dad, you know, you know, I don't want to bring it to, but rest in peace. It was one of the best influences in my life. He was one of the greatest people that I could have met, and he was a flawed human being. You know, I always say if it wasn't for my father being around, I was an idiot. I did a bunch of dumbass shit growing up all the time and it was just luckily that i didn't get in trouble and i didn't get caught and i did have a father around who was actually able to fucking bail me out of certain situations and pull me out of the weeds when i was just doing dumb shit so <coughs> quite frankly you know i feel sad for people who don't have that and not no you know pity type of shit it's just like I get that I, I got a privilege of just having somebody around who actually gave me a certain type of place to be like, just be you. Do your thing. And he was wrong, and he did a bunch of wrong shit growing up and doing his shit, but that's fucking life. We all men. We all do wrong shit. My kids gonna probably grow up and be like, certain shit that I did was fucking wrong. That's life. Do you have kids? No. Oh, your future kids, that like, your imagination yeah. kids. Bro. 
Yes. Right? There's no I'm asking. That's what you're talking about, right? The I don't know. I'm just clarifying. Definitely. Okay. All right. Yeah. But just saying in general, like if I do have kids, whatever, like I know I'm gonna do fucked up shit. I know I'm gonna do bad shit because we are human beings. We all do shit that we all look at and we be like, damn, why the fuck would you have did that? Like I I wasn't even thinking on the level you was thinking about that shit. Why was your dad uh, one of the best people you said, I think? I don't remember the exact word you used. My dad always thought I was just going to be great. I think most of us who had a father, they always looked at us and thought that we was going to be the next, you know, uh, Barack Obama or some shit. They were like, damn. Oh, Z, is that what your dad would tell you, that you're going to be the next Barack Obama? Definitely. Definitely not. No. No. Okay. <laughs> not that he doesn't does not support him, but like right. that's definitely not my path. I just we didn't knew know. that early on. Like when Barack was being sworn in, if he looked down, if he looked over at you and was like, "Hey, bud, one day that's gonna be." <laughs> Hold up, why not? Because <laughs> all right, so like I didn't like school, man. Man, Barack Obama was smoking the weeds. He's go uh, like like my parents knew I wasn't gonna go to college, not because I couldn't, because I just wasn't gonna exactly. go to college. Because like I don't I don't want I don't want school. Obama could have been chilling with us right now. You think so? Doing this podcast. I think he was in Harvard though. <laughs> yeah, that's like, so he wouldn't be here. Hey, it's a lot of niggas who was in Harvard who was smoking that crack rock too. Dang, so trip. Tell him, like, preach. <laughs> <laughs> I but mean, they like, wanted to go to Harvard. I didn't. <laughs> right, right. It was it was a thought that mattered. Maybe uh, <laughs> K-Chuck, this kid I know, K-Chuck. I can see. He's, he's the most politician-y guy I know yeah, personally. He might have been hanging out with Barack Obama if they would have aligned <laughs> at the right time. I'll give you that one. But And I party with K-Chuck. You're right, actually. I went up there to his university, so I could have met Barack Obama once or twice. Man. Okay. I'll give he, you that. He didn't go to no Harvard, though. No, he didn't go to Harvard, and I did. I did, yeah. Yeah, but that's the whole thing, dude. Like, So if you've never been arrested, that's great. You have a father, that's great. But when you have been arrested, you've been convicted of such crime, and you've done your time for it, you have all rights to talk about it, to talk about it, especially if you want to make money off of it. You know what I mean? Because you got to tell the story for people to listen to it, you know? And I, I wasn't saying anything incriminating that I haven't said on here plenty of times before. You know what I mean? Hey. I guess. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. What's your favorite type of candy? <laughs> Starburst. Ooh, Starburst or fire? I just rewind. Because I feel like you kind of jumped at it. If it really is Starburst... I respect it, but there's a lot of candy out here. Take your oh, time. Take God. your time. Let's. So we're talking about like I'm Team Sour Stripes. I want to talk about like Butterfingers. I want to talk about candy bars. Like I want to talk about Hershey's. I want to talk about. I'm talking about real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't just jump. Don't just jump because I. It's not like that. I really want to know right. what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sour Mambas. What is that? What man? The, what is that? Actually, Sour. I want to know, you ain't dude. Never seen Sour Mambas? Mambas. No. You ain't never. Man, they come in. Pause. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking pack. about now. Yeah. They come in a long pack, but them bitches is fire, bro. They come in raspberry, lemon, 
orange and uh uh I know strawberry. exactly what you're talking strawberry. about. Strawberry. Ooh, those are those are str- that's a strong candy. Man. You like a strong candy? Yeah, oh yeah, the that's sour, a- the sour, it, it, the, the face yeah. smacker. Yeah, I was always a sour patch kid. Oh, okay. I love sour patch kids. Man. So you're saying when it comes to candy, you would definitely go like, um, I don't even know what kind of sugar that is because they're all sugar, but not the chocolate. Is chocolate savory or is which? Because they say they're savory and sweet, right? It's I don't, chocolate. Chocolate savory? savory. I think so. Savory. And you're saying you go the other way. You're always you were been you would have been like, give me the Jolly Rancher, give me the, yeah. all right. Yeah, boss. that's real candy too. Yeah, but I I do like a take five with the pretzel in the middle of that. A take five is that with the? That's, that's not with the coconut, is it? No, that's the Reese's with the pretzel in the middle of that bitch. Oh yeah, take five is good. Take five is good. Now whatever the one that has the coconut <laughs> is, that to me. Is almond joy? Is that the one? Almond joy or uh, 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 mounds? Right? Uh, uh, mounds got the almond in it. Oh, that is the worst one. Mounds. I don't like candy corn. I was say candy corn. Yeah, candy corn's gross. I like candy corn though. I do exactly, but I don't want it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just yeah. Like it's just like if it's there, I probably like nah. I don't really like it. I just can't help myself. It's. You know what I'm saying? If there's just like candy laying around, yeah, like like chitlins for black people, <laughs> it's last on the list. Jeez, that's um, crazy. What is out? Uh, what's the one? I hate this one. I, so I gotta say it, and then we'll move on from candy. But I gotta say it because I hate it so much. Candy are uh, the candy cane. What about black licorice? I like black it. Licorice. I'll take that it's over right. a candy uh, cane any day. Oh, candy canes are crap. They're you garbage. What, you know what? Get a lot of hate that I don't get is the Twizzler. The Twizzlers, 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 Twizzlers are good. Who hates on Twizzlers? Right. No, people, be pe- pe- people on do Twizzlers. be hating on Twizzlers. Really? People be hating on Twizzlers. Let's not get it twisted. I, I think they just sit in their, thing, in their pantry too long, and then they get stale, and then they eat them, and that's what they think they taste hey, like. Hey, man, Fuck. send them Twizzlers to me. Pause. <laughs> so if they're tasting stale food, and then they're getting the idea, oh, this is what the food is, I can see why they don't like it. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's an issue with their That's uh, like going shelf to keeping. your granny house and using the spices. They've been there since 93. If that's the type that's of exactly you what you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah, that's a possibility. <laughs> Gross. All right. Man. Um, I wanted to ask you though, cause uh, I usually ask this question, but I forgot to ask it. So, where are you from? Pontiac. Like that's where you were born and raised. You were born in that hospital in Pontiac. You I was that born Pontiac at school? POH. Pontiac Osteopathic Hospital. I was born on the north side. I mean, I grew up on the north side of Pontiac on East Columbia. You know, uh, that's where I was born and raised. I went to a couple of schools outside of Pontiac. I went to Wall Lake Northern for a little bit. I went to Water Vermont. That's where I graduated. But I really ain't even go to school in Pontiac too long because I got homeschooled for a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I just lived. In the city, my whole life, but you know, it was a little bit sheltered off to an extent. Uh, I don't talk about it a lot, but we 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 lived in a certain circumstance where we uh lived in like group homes, not group homes where kids lived in, but like group homes where you know special needs people lived in. Yeah, and because my stepmom worked there, we just lived there. Yeah. So that's kind of I, I moved around a lot growing up. I, I moved from Lansing to all these different places, but I'm from 
Pontiac, Michigan. I was born and raised in Pontiac, Michigan. I've always basically lived here, even with moving around and shit like that. Will you talk about it, though? Like, living in that type of... Yeah, like, you said I don't really talk about it, but you didn't say you won't. I'd love to hear about that. I feel like that's the most interesting thing. I've never really talked about it, but sure, sure. How old were you when you first went to the first group home that you lived in? Like, living in, like, and again, I don't want to make it seem like we were living in no group homes, like we was just super poor or whatever. We was living in uh, in-home facilities, like take care in-home facilities in the middle of Michigan and shit like that. And it was just, it was hard. Like, you, you seeing mentally handicapped people growing up your whole life and you trying to deal with them as a kid and then you kind of like, watching movies and chilling with them and talking to them and they cool one day and then the next day they having this you don't you don't understand what none of this shit mean you just kid you just living in a certain environment like you didn't want to live in this environment but you have to live in this environment and it's not a choice yeah and as a kid like um how old were you as a kid the first like the first one you went to like six six yeah so I'm saying I lived in there until uh, we lived within those until I started going to school. And I started going to school in like third or fourth grade. So your first earliest memories were in those type of homes? Not in there, but uh, my first memories were just kind of when I remember my father specifically is us being there. My mother lived back in Pontiac. So my first memories are with my mother back in Pontiac and living with her. But when I think about the transition of them, you know, because they would meet at Burger King every week or two just to, you know, swap us and do that thing. So Nobody knows that, by the way. I mean, you're saying it like, I don't know, you have a brother or a sister because you said us. So are your parents not together at this point? Were they never together? My, my parents were never together. Okay. So your first earliest memories were like going with your mom and then your dad, your mom and your dad. Yeah. Okay. My, well, no, my all of my memories are that because my parents always made sure that we were with each other, and that was one thing that I always appreciated them for because I did get to see a lot of people whose parents was kind of against each other. My parents weren't always friends. Yeah. But they always was like, "You need your father, you need your mother, you need these people in your life." So they made sure that even if they had to travel halfway across Michigan, they would link up at a Burger King and wherever just to swap us around, basically. Right. In your earliest ones, you remember, and we're around six years old. So I'm a little confused because it seemed that at first, like you said, your was it your mom that was taking you to these group homes? No, or your mo- no it, it was, was your father. Dad. Yeah. So he worked there? No, my dad's girlfriend worked there. There we go. So that's where we was kind of just your stepmom. Did you see her like? Did you see her like that? She or was my stepmom? Yeah, yeah. After a while, but she wasn't my stepmom at that point. Right, right. Okay. So yeah, what was that like? Cause that's interesting. So when you're at your mother's house, you eating tapioca pudding as a kid. Right. <laughs> that's what you doing, bro. I ate so much tapioca pudding, bro. It's it's crazy, but it. My mom wasn't, she was working a lot. So she wasn't like around 
she was there. She was working a lot. And then my father, we would go out there and he was trying to finish college and shit like that. And then his woman at the time was the one who was working. So we were just kind of moving, trying to make shit happen at that point. Right. You and your brother, you and your sister, my brother, you and your brother. I got an older brother, an older brother. Yes. You're the youngest. I am the middle child. Okay. All right. From my father. All right. Okay. But the youngest child for my mother. But he was carting around just two of you at this time with this story. Yeah. Interesting. So the picture you painted is that your father is going to school. He's saving money, living with his girlfriend. She gets to save an extra amount of money because she's making money by living in these houses. Yeah. What comes to my mind, though, I guess when I think about it is like one's ability to deal with people. If I was six years old, in my personal experience, I'm not around like adults that uh, from what you said, one day they're cool, one day they're not. Uh, What was that like? Do you think that you've like had to learn how to deal with people quicker maybe or? Hell no. I think that it kind of made me to a point where it makes me harder to deal with people, especially because when you couple that with being homeschooled, it's just like I didn't have that interaction that I should have been having as a kid. I should have been having more, you know, youthful interactions, to say the least. But instead, I was kind of caught up in this whirlwind of everybody else's life. Interesting. You don't really supposed to put a kid in that type of turmoil. When they in their most developmental years. Right. So you had to deal with like the lives of uh, the mentally uh, whatever it was, disabled people that you were living with at the time. Right. Like instead of you playing with your stepmom, she was dealing with uh, Edgar who was breaking something or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm saying most of the time we was the ones kind of helping with everything with edgar yeah with she's actually no, like no, no. stop playing and go help edgar help well, edgar not, no 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 not to that extent just more or less like um we were we all started building a bond together because you build a bond with these folks so sometimes you may be the person who can help calm that person down you may be the person who can help talk to that person because you know I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but because of the way that their minds work, it's like you have to, you may be the only anchor that they have to a certain place in reality. And yes, it's not good to put nobody in that situation, but when you in these environments, it's just like, it's best for you to just deal with it to a capacity where you're not trying to hurt people. Are you not being selfish? Are you not being like, it's about me, it's about me trying to be a kid, or it's about me trying to be, because you don't really know all of that stuff until you start getting older, and then you look back at it, and you be like, that wasn't really normal. Yeah. But can you explain to me how that doesn't roll over to how you could deal with humans? I mean, all you just explained to me was dealing with humans. I think it does roll over to with how I deal with people. I just... I don't try to be too uh, involved with people either because my emotional balance, I can take on too much from other people. And I try to kind of just not take on other people's emotions and take on other people's feelings and what other people got going on because a lot of times it kind of pushes me to a point where I'm like, damn. And I got my own like depression and issues that I got going on that 
make me feel like when I got too much energy building up, damn, why am I feel nothing is wrong in my life, but why do I feel fucked up right now? Right. Especially if you've been trained to take on the energy of the other people that are in distress, right? Yeah. Instead of like, let's say someone was uh, raised a little bit more selfish, they might see someone in distress and they can ignore it and push it out. You're going to be first to jump. you like, yo, what's wrong? How, how can I deal with this or that? And that's going to build on you and build on you and build on you. You know what I mean? Or at least that's what I would assume. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So it definitely did help develop the way you deal with people. I think if you take anything and you make it into a positive, it's going to help you. So, yeah. 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 I like to look at, like, uh, what would probably be perceived as, like, a negative situation and then point all the positives out. Because from what you'd say, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not a viewer at home. No, but... <laughs> but I would assume that the viewers at home would maybe see some of what you said that that could have been like perceived negative. Like you said, like that's a lot of stress to put on a little six year old kid. And also, I think it's I, I, I what I'm curious of. I wish you would really get into this. And, I, and maybe there is no expression through it. But was there no dichotomy ever built about being at mom's or being with dad's? Because one sounds hyper stressful and one sounds like you're independent. And it's just a little bit like it, 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 that kind of is how it was. But. The main thing, even in that more stress-free environment that you get with mom, I guess to say the least, is like your father and what she was always about was your father still runs everything that you got going on. So it was a lot of times that he had just problems moving forward because he was a young man. You know, he was 30-something years old. Was he? I didn't know. He, yeah, my, my, my father died when he was 45. Oh, my God. God. You know, and he had a 20, uh, 20, what, nine year old, eight year old, and a 22 year old, 24 year old, and a 21 year old, whatever wow. it was. But so it was just like when you look at it, and I look at myself, just I'm about to be 30, you know, in the next couple of months. Whoop, whoop. I, yeah, man, I'm just thinking like I wouldn't have been made in, making better decisions. I have oh, flaws. at 30. Yeah, I have flaws too. And just to think, if I had an 8-year-old and a 12-year-old at that time, I would be having, I would be doing dumb shit too probably. It's a very wise way to look at it. I would be doing dumb shit right now. So it's just like, how am I supposed to hold him at a higher standard and put him onto a pedestal and say, nigga, you should have just did better? He's a man. Yeah. You a man, I'm a man. We all done made mistakes. We all trying to grow back, back from them and be better from them. Yeah. So how am I supposed to hold somebody like that to a point where it's like you don't even get to do better? Yeah. You don't even get to change that that aspect of maybe what happened. Ooh. It's a very healthy way to look at it. You know what I mean? I think it's the only way you should look at it because if you look at it any other way, you're going to fuck around and, and I've, I've faltered plenty of times and I've made plenty of mistakes because of the pain and the the hurt and the shit that I done felt because of just losing my father alone with all the other shit alone like just that alone has pushed me to a point so if you don't get to a healthier place with it you're gonna be sitting there looking at yourself like why is everything falling apart 
because you can't get over this and it sucks and it hurts but it's gonna always suck and always gonna hurt you're never gonna be able to just push it to the side exactly but what if you make fun of it Making fun of it is one of the best things that you can do, low key, because because sometimes you got to be cynical to make fun of it. Being dark humor is, I think, one of the greatest places that you can go when you having these type of thoughts. Because how are you gonna get out of it? Yeah. How are you gonna get out of that fucking thinking? Yeah, like uh, there's this. I, I won't even mention his name, uh, but you actually know him. Uh, I'll just, I'll, I'll just uh, call him Jay in this. But there's this guy that we, me, and him both mutually know named Jay, and Jay was a prolific drug user at one point, right? And I'll just, I'll just badmouth the mother, like I'll badmouth the motherfucker, bro. I'll say, drug addict, da 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 da, da. or I'll be like, if he even brings up drugs, I'm like, that's disgusting. Like, if I'm in his vicinity, I'm like, that's disgusting, and that's what disgusting people do. And I really enjoy that, you know what I mean? By the way, I was a drug addict, too. Did the, all the same drugs, did them with them, did them with them. But I take that position because it feels good to me to crack jokes in that way. I feel like there's a healing aspect of not forgiving someone and not forgiving their Man, situation, too. one time I had said something to somebody, and I was like, I don't know. They said some skinny joke, and I was like, that's why nigga gonna die of a heart attack in a year or something like that. <laughs> and then, bro, this nigga hit me up in the in, in the DM and was like, "Did your dad die of a heart attack?" Damn. And I was just like, "What the fuck?" Oh wow, nigga's really that pressed. That's crazy. He that was so mean to just go with the DM. He's not even trying bro, to get clout. Even, on. He didn't even want the clout. He wanted to hurt me personally. That nigga said, "Fuck you and everybody who made <laughs> you." Woo. It's a pretty good burn, though. You got to admit, subjectively, oh, no. if you were God watching, if man. you were, you would have to admit, God, you'd Look, be like, man, he got me. My dad laughed at that. <laughs> that's so great, dad. Like, man. That's so scary, though, of a heart attack, eh? Oh, yeah. That's why, hey, look, you got to take care of yourself. I get us, especially as black men, not trying to be disclusive, but as White. black men White. we get to a certain <laughs> we get to a certain point where we just be letting ourselves go and motherfuckers gotta be healthier because my father was my size when he graduated high school Tell him. and then that nigga died at 500 pounds at 500 pounds <laughs> big pun big pun status Boricua you gotta because I be seeing a lot of black men that just be getting up in that size more and more and more. You got to be careful, man. Well, how many 500-pound black men you know? Enough. You know a few in real life? <laughs> you know what you though? Enough. Yeah, okay. I know enough. Okay. Maybe right. it's just my family. But shit, I know Maybe. enough. Okay. All right. I got lucky. Do you think it's going to come for you, though? Man, one day. Wow. One but you day, accept it, or? Hell no. No. Well, about to, look, talk already, about it, bro. Already, this is a show where we talk. I Tell made, me what you I mean. I already made the pledge. 30. Time to hit the gym. 30 years old. 30 years old. I'm about to go into uh, the next phase of life. They're going to be looking at me like, geez. When uh, Captain America stepped out that uh, little shit, same <laughs> way. Stepped okay. in that shit skinny. Stepped out that bitch like, uh, 
that's gonna be you. Me. But what if you still have a bad heart? What if it's con- like congenital? Oh, that's just life. Well, do you get these things checked though? What do you mean, just life? Like you can get all these things when you go and get your blood work done. You can see your like H one, N one, C one, your cholesterol. You can see all these Man, things. You you talking above my head? Really? Way above it. But go into the doctor and go like this. Go, hey yo, dot. My blood work draw it up, and then they'll get the results. Come back to me. I'll tell you what it says. Hey, I'm a, I'm gonna do that. You know what I mean? I'm gonna do that. Cause you can get the same results. Say it the way you say it, and get the same results. And then we can see what's going on. You want to see your Sertoli cells? That's your sperm level. You want to see how much testosterone's running through your body, bro? You want to see all that? Because if your dad was 500, let me ask you a question. Do multiple people in your family get overweight? They big. So it's got it. It, it wouldn't be a stretch they to big. say there might be a genetic component. They big. No, yeah, definitely. I, and I, you're I, not I, big. No. So that's something you got to think about. Yeah. Adoption. Oh, you're adopted? No, you're no, not no, genetically no, no, no. adopted? Oh. oh, yeah. You wish. <laughs> not that easy. Because it's interesting. Like, If only that was the case. Yeah. I mean, when you get blood work done, you can find out a lot of phenomenal things about yourself, dude. Man, that's... I don't even know what to say to that. Well, think about it. Like, Didn't you say you want kids one day? Yeah. Definitely. What if you go to the doc and the doc's like, hey, man, you only got like a 20% chance? Or what if he's like, your chances man, are huge. You're, you're shooting mad loads. That's a terrible. That's a terrible. Well, let me explain to you something. If you have 20%, there's drugs out here or medications out here. Same thing. That will help you <laughs> double, triple, even quadruple your Sertoli cells. HCG. That's one example. Look, man. The fact that you telling me this right now and that you schooling me to this just means that, damn, I need to be a little bit more health conscious. Well, if your father passed said, away at such a young age. Look, I, I just never I just thought I'm skinny, so I get to get a pass. Yeah. <laughs> now you telling me about a bunch of shit. I'm like, damn, I never even I don't even know what the fuck you talking about. I might feel your way if you were like Smalls. You know who Smalls is? <laughs> like, if, is it like that in the gym? I can't, I don't know. Like, are you like a phenom f- physically? Like, I'm saying, if I was a person like, like Smalls, sports and shit? like Smalls wakes up and eats a big giant bowl of cereal and has a six pack and he can like jump and like he's a, he's like a, no, he's I genetically that, blessed. And that whole family is got, oh yeah, pause. But so if you're like family, that, you know what I'm saying? Well, but I, I might be like, yeah, screw it, dude. I, 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 I am to an extent, but not to, not, no. So you no, got to hit the doc. No, no, no. And the doc could probably help you because then because if you know your numbers. It, it even be people in the NFL who retire and shit like that, and then they still end up being fucked up. Bro, don't they, like, blow their fucking, like, yeah. chest out and Most, leave a note, like, yeah. study my brain? Yeah. <laughs> I Bro, mean, I, you know. You that's from getting up. hit in the head, though. Yeah, Most that's people CTE, in baby. the NFL are overweight, technically. Oh, obese. Yeah, they yeah but the BMI, the BMI is stupid. What do you mean by that, OC? What do you mean? Stupid? The what BMI is stupid. stupid. I don't think it's stupid. Because you're not obese if you're not fat and you're overweight. I think to, an, to a certain extent, it does have... Uh, uh, a variability of reality. It also doesn't fi- factor in like frame. But even still, at a certain frame, bro, if you six three, 
and you, you know, 170 pounds, then you'd be underweight. If, if you got wide shoulders or skinny shoulders, regardless of how you wear the weight, it's still a healthy weight for you to be carrying around. No, that'd be underweight. Mm. Yeah, if you're 6'3", you're supposed to weigh more than 170. That's like... You're probably supposed to weigh like 190 or what something. What if you're 5'11"? Like yeah, yeah, I think 5'11"? Five five yeah, that's about what it is. 170? Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. According to the BMI. My, I look the most perfect at 176, about what it says. Bro, I'm 180. You, I'm sure, were actually far lower on the body fat than they would have wanted. You're right. Proving that it doesn't make sense. He's right. Why would I throw in the towel? I just got on my bag. I don't make no mistakes. I'm coming for mine, and there ain't no one taking my place. 